Flood-prone towns. What does that mean for Queensland? Where are prices going after this? We thought Mark Novak had been washed away this morning. Stay tuned. In the big smoke. In the big smoke. How are you? I'm good. I got very, very nervous when you didn't answer the phone this morning, Mark. I'm sorry about that, mate. I'm so sorry. I was with uh, the accountant at 7 o'clock this morning and time, time went away. Time went away. But we're live coming to you with a good topic. That's the good news. Yeah, interesting topic because... I know um, we, we saw some media um, spruiking what property price is going to be doing and that relationship between property prices and now these towns that are being flooded, how does that property price affect that town being flooded? Do people simply not care about it that are buying and selling in that area or does it erode prices when these places get flooded? That's it. What's interesting about today's point of topic being Brisbane um, is it's not the first time it's happened. You know, they've had bad floods before and they've bounced back and um, they're going to do it again, Mark. They do bounce back. But look, I don't think people forget, though. Like, I think, I think at the end of the day, um, people... Um, and, and you and I had this conversation the other day when we were talking about it. I, I think what people start to do is... Well, I'm going to go something a bit more quieter. I think, I think what people start to do is um, it, it, it's, it follows that curve of what what other property prices do. So you actually probably may end up buying a little bit cheaper in a flood-prone town, in fact, because of that reason. But I genuinely believe that when you're selling, you're selling for a little bit cheaper, which is not a bad thing. You, but you're still following that nice curve the same curve so you may make out of your flood prone property 50 percent over a 10-year period say but the non-flood prone properties made 50 percent as well but you're buying one for cheaper do you know what i mean so you, that flood prone property you're probably buying for three hundred thousand, and the non-flood prone you're probably buying 500,000 but when you're selling it you're still making the same percentage so it actually doesn't really matter because you know and whether it's flood prone whether it's fire prone whether it's um uh and uh, you know all those different variables in, in a property you're still following that same nice curve busy road quiet road you're still following that same curve yeah agreed What's um what's interesting will be to see where Brisbane's prices do go though. Um, you know, they took a bit of a hit last time. Do you think it's gonna be pretty immediate? I mean, there's a huge amount of damage. Um absolutely. I, I think, you know, uh, it's 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 particularly when properties are damaged. Uh, like they're damaged, I, I think it's you know, there's going to be some serious hits in those areas. But Billy, I, I, I don't mean to sound mean, and this isn't Queensland versus Melbourne or Queensland, Sydney versus Queensland, any of that stuff. But 
a part of the reasons why uh, Sydney does well as a whole is also a season is also a weather thing. When you look at Sydney as a whole, it uh, it's 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 a better climate. You know, like those fundamental basics of a city uh, and why those cities do well. One of the a massive one was weather patterns. Uh, is you know humidity yep. is too, it's too cold, it's too hot. That's why Sydney does well property wise. Yeah, we we had a talk about it off air, and it's like everyone wants that, and then how much are you willing to pay for it? Because you know everyone's in the same boat. New York is more. New York for a very good reason, and Sydney is Sydney. And you do you do pay more, uh, but you do get insulated against against you know better, better transport system, better weather, better, all that sort of stuff. You know, but you do pay more. Certainly do. Back in 2011, here's a little fun fact for you. Prices um, dropped as much as 18% in the bad floods, but came back even stronger to where we are now. Do you think we're going to see a correction that much? Or do you think people will eventually get you know used to it? There's obviously new building regulations now where you know, people are starting to um, get around the floods, more information out there, where the floods are bad or prone. What do you reckon? I think I think there'll be price erosion in the in the flood in those flood prone areas. Uh, yes, and I think they'll come back, yes. Uh, but I, I think at this time there's also a bit of stress in the markets uh, because we've had such insane growth. Uh, that sometimes there is a slight correction after insane growth, like after booms. And now um, coming off that boom and then coming off that flood, I think that, that could equate to a, a, a you know, a 5 10% correction, 15% correction in the flood prone areas yet. Well, we'll talk about Brisbane's market. They had it as of last quarter, last quarter last year, their prices were up 8.5%. So they were actually tracking well. For a quarter. You know, off the back of um, quarter four last year, yeah. Wow. Into the new year. So, yeah, they, they, they're tracking well. Um, do, you, you know, you know, do you think that's going to go away altogether now? Is it going to go back the other way? We've actually got a few comments here as well. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's hard. Uh, um... I think uh, property is a little bit like a sta- like a train. Um, it's hard to stop the train fast. It's hard to get the train going fast. It's a bit gradual, but I think you'll see that taper off that growth. Yeah, um, definitely a different market to 2011. 80,000 people have moved into Queensland in the last two years. It's a big number, it's a big number. People have short-term memories. Yes, boss. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah, they really, they really do. It's amazing how people are very hand to mouth. You know what's what's instant happening in the in their time of, of life at that moment. People are like that, so I think they do. But you also mentioned Billy um, plans the way properties are built. They're built very differently these days. You know, um, when a lot a lot of properties were built 30, 40, 50 years ago, the rules and regulations were completely different to today. The nice yeah. thing about people building today is, you know, that there's there's massive consideration around fire. There's massive consideration around floods. 
you know, so generally a lot of properties are insulated against that uh, because of the codes they're made to adhere to now. Yeah. The, the, other, the other thing we spoke about was, you know, costs associated with living in these flood-prone towns. Do you end up actually paying a bit more of a premium? You know, you think moving rural, sometimes you get a bit of a discount, but when you take into, thing, take into account things like um, insurance, whether you can get insurance in some of these places after what's happened year on year, you know, it's such a good point. Yeah, picking picking elsewhere. Yeah, it's mate, it's a massive point. You know, look at look at those. Um, if if you are looking at moving to regional areas of Australia, look at those costs. Are you paying a higher interest rate? Do you need to put in a larger deposit? Um, are, you know, is the capital growth going to be as good? Is a big one. But you're the one you you're, you're talking about as well. Is that is the outgoings? Oh, I think you may find yes, definitely. Yeah. Even even travel to see family of where you are, where you do normally live. You know, all that's got to be considered. True. Yep. Uh, Luke reckons twenty percent growth this year in Brisbane. Ooh. <laughs> that's a big number. That's a big number. Interesting. <laughs> It, very interesting. It's it's bold. It's bold from Luke. You, but I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot that one just just so you know. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna I'm holding Luke for that one. Um, but yeah, do, do you? And that's another thing. The poor insurance, poor people at the moment. You know that have been actually affected by these floods. You have got to go after them. It's it's a tough old time. Um, I, I read something like a, a silly number of insurance claims have been put in for New South Wales. Um, over the last week with what's happened more locally um, on yep. the northern beaches it, and Lismore, of course, it's it's absolutely nuts. But, um, yeah, we, we thought we'd come on air this morning. We'd talk a little bit about flood-prone towns. I mean, it's, is it a reason to not live there? You know, there's a lot. We're talking about towns or, you know, big towns with a lot of people all in the same oh, boat. It's, it's something you've definitely got to consider. I, I think if you're not... I think it's when it's a sunny day and you're on holidays at that location or you're there for a week or two, you think this is just beautiful in summer. I think you've definitely got to consider consider everything. Don't just be like, nah, mate, I'm, you know, it's, it's huge. Like if you, if you went through these towns at the moment, which you never will because you can't get in there, but you'd, you'd go, there's no chance in hell I'm going to buy here. So I think you've got to look at that stuff for sure. Um, but our, our hearts definitely go out to those guys. It is horrendous. Absolutely, Lise. Um, you know what another thing is, Billy, that we we're talking about? Um, uh, I was having a joke police about it. You know what's interesting? The insurance companies never never go. You, you'd think when there's that many claims, insurance companies would go under as well. Yeah. And, uh, and the conversation I was, having, I was having with it is insurance companies have themselves insured. Yeah. Yeah, What they, there's a name for that. I forget what yeah. they call themselves, but they insure the insurance company. Yeah, and these guys are international conglomerates, uh, you know, actuaries, running numbers and all that sort of stuff. So there's sort of no need to worry about, um, you know, is, is NRMA not going to be able to pay the claim or these big insurance companies, they insure themselves um, against these massive catastrophic um, things that happen in Indian countries. Yeah. Anything else to add? Mate, no, but uh, sorry about being late this morning. That's all right. We got it out, and it's all, uh, it's all fun in the big smoke. Very top of mind topic, and 
you know what? Our hearts go out to everyone that's flooding. Northern beaches, we were exposed to it. Uh, our house was exposed to it. Uh, our family home, and uh, it's you know it is it's 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 horrific. It puts it, it puts everyone on their knees and in tears. Uh, a couple of times where uh, where we had you know the last couple of days, like it's been been a very emotional time. But I, I think we've got it. You know, in terms of property prices, you. I fully support buying in flood-prone or fire-prone areas, and I, and I think you are buying. I know you are buying it for cheaper, and I do believe that you are still following that curve of growth, and I do believe you're following, in summary, the same curve of growth of a property not in a flood-prone area or not in a fire-prone area. Um, so it's still good real estate. Let's not be silly about it. Not something that floods ten times a year, but. You know, or, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's okay. That's it. Have a good day. I'm rolling the outro. See you, legend. Ciao.